0: Have you ever experienced brain fog? It's that feeling of dissociation or disconnectedness. After experiencing narcissistic abuse or during, you kind of feel lost, like you're not really there, like you're watching everything through a screen or a bubble. It's a common symptom of CPTSD. For me, I always just kind of felt separate from everyone else and different. Sometimes I still go through it. Have you ever felt kind of cloudy and just kind of like your brain just wasn't working exactly like it's supposed to? maybe that it just wasn't functioning as well as usual, or like you're not really here, like you're sort of living life in a bubble, kind of looking at yourself and your life like a movie, or like you're a spectator to your own life rather than a participant. If so, you might be dealing with brain fog, and if you survive toxic relationships, chances are that you probably have dealt with brain fog at least once. In fact, one of the things that I tend to hear from my clients and people here on YouTube and people in the Stanley Sport group is that they're dealing with brain fog. Now, this isn't just something that happens during these relationships, this goes on throughout recovery. What it comes down to is that a lot of us develop CPTSD or complex post-traumatic stress disorder during toxic relationships and brain fog is one of several common symptoms experienced. people like us. So if you've ever been in a toxic relationship with a narcissist, you may have experienced various symptoms of PTSD or CPTSD, which of course is post-traumatic stress disorder or complex post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of having suffered from narcissistic abuse and the mental torture that goes along with that. One of the most common issues that my narcissism support coaching clients tell me they have is feeling like they're not really there, as though they're on a sort of a numb, auto pilot situation as they float through life, surrounded by, you know, some kind of barrier. We're going to talk about exactly what brain fog is. Brain fog or mental fog is officially defined as a clouding of your consciousness or in layman's terms we could just define it as not being able to think clearly or not being able to do simple tasks. It can also affect your memory and your ability to work. So you might find yourself forgetting little things or not being able to function normally when you go to work. Or even around the house. Doctors and psychiatrists use this term to indicate that there's an abnormality in the regulation of someone's overall level of consciousness that is mild and less severe than a delirium. A lot of survivors say this feels kind of like a fog, like a mental clouding, so to speak, like they're watching their lives happen from a distance. So how does brain fog affect the average person? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you ever notice you have trouble thinking straight during really stressful situations in your life? Or Maybe are you struggling to remember things lately? You might find it nearly impossible to focus or concentrate on anything And even the idea of focus might kind of seem like an abstract concept to you at this point Maybe you feel like you can't make decisions And if you're being honest, maybe it's really highly likely that you're struggling to get things done around the house or in life in general Sometimes you might find yourself not even paying your bills And then of course you're not thinking clearly and you're struggling with your sleep problems whether You're sleeping a little too much or a little too little. You find yourself feeling exhausted all the time. You have a marked lack of energy. Okay, so what causes brain fog then? We know that researchers say that prolonged trauma and chronic stress can cause brain fog. This of course includes the ongoing trauma and chronic stress that we experience in toxic relationships. Just to give you a little heads up though, it could also be a sign of something more serious, maybe another kind of health issue. So it's really, really important that you do go and talk to your doctor before you assume anything. Find out if it is a medical issue causing your brain fog, just to be safe. Some of the conditions that your doctor might check for include nutritional deficiency, bacterial overgrowth from eating too much sugar, thyroid conditions, sleep disorders, even depression. Doctors say that other causes might include overeating, not getting enough sleep, or just not eating the right foods, a poor diet in general. So just As a precaution, just go get checked out just in case if you are dealing with brain fog. But if you have figured out safely with your doctor that you are having brain fog as a result of your relationship, or if it's undetermined, there's no health cause, stick with me. Reminder, you can't stay in survival mode forever. Get through this time. Survival mode is meant to keep you alive. But at some point, you must start living. Narcissistic Abuse Syndrome is just another term for CPTSD or Complex Post Traumatic Stress Disorder a psychological disorder that can develop in response to prolonged repeated experience of interpersonal trauma in a context in which the individual has little or no chance of escape, like narcissistic abuse. So when we first met the narcissist in our lives, they probably seemed like a really good safe positive choice, right? As it turns out, we by now know that the narcissist was not a safe person for us to be involved with. It turns out that for us, love may have been a dangerous choice. Even though the relationship started off in a love-bombing place where everything was awesome, we were being idealized, before we knew it we were being quickly devalued, quickly discarded or falling into that cycle of idealized discard discarded, idealized devalued, discard. This led to our finding ourselves under the control of the narcissists in our lives and before we knew it we couldn't move. We couldn't do anything and we found ourselves stuck. The fact is that being with a narcissist or any type of toxic person can literally destroy your life. But what is it that causes a narcissist to do these things to us? We've talked about that in a lot of different videos. The reason is because they don't have empathy. So they don't really care how they affect us and they're very self-focused. So they only act in ways that help them get what they want. So sometimes they're nice and they're kind to you because it helps them get what they want. Other times they're total jerks to you, but it's because it helps them get what they want or because at that moment you are not the one who can help them get what they want. You see, they use their supplies, the people in their lives closest to them as narcissistic supply. They use them as emotional dumpsters and they just genuinely don't care how those people But regardless of the reason that they do it, the outcome of that type of abuse, that type of treatment, it's the same for everybody. Up to a point. You suffer. The worst part is because of the addiction factor and all this other stuff, we find ourselves afraid to walk away or unwilling to walk away from these abusers. Love in general affects the same part of the brain as any other kind of drug. No joke. And when we're talking about a toxic relationship, we almost become stuck directly to that partner by our own brains. This is where our brain betrays us in keeping us safe and healthy. So if you haven't been in one of these relationships, I know what you're thinking. You're like whatever they should just walk away. It's their own fault. I used to think things like that too until I actually ended up in a relationship like that. Now I understand how difficult it can be and especially when you've got shared finances, children, legal stuff together like that. But in even in a relationship where it's just a dating situation, you still might feel unable to walk away. Why is that? I mean we shouldn't have to stay with someone who scares us or someone who intimidates us or someone who controls us, right? I mean the fact is that the best possible answer is to walk away and go no contact. We all know that, right? Yeah, it's logical, but is it feasible? Well, yeah, I do believe it's feasible. I do believe it can be done. I've seen it be done often, but here's what you have to understand. The way that your brain naturally functions. When I went no contact with my narcissist, I felt so much lighter and freer than I had ever felt in my life. If you can do that same thing, you will find that same joy, I promise. I want you to know that you can do better. I don't care if you're not perfect, I don't care if you're overweight or frumpy or too skinny or too whatever, you can do better. Nobody deserves the abuse of a narcissist. It's pure torture and my friend, please remember, you can do better. Know that and remind yourself when you feel weak, if you remove the narcissist from your world, you open up space for potentially healthy new relationships and don't feel like you're forced to be in a relationship. There's no root, nobody's telling you that you have to jump into a relationship. Quite honestly, I recommend waiting anywhere from a month to a year or more depending on how long it takes you to heal, how long you were in the relationship with a narcissist and how significantly the relationship tortured you as a person. The damage that you've experienced is is profound and significant, but it doesn't mean it's it's not repairable. Like they say, you're more beautiful in the broken places, right? You can do this. You can be the person you want to be. You can get through this recovery. I promise you you have to know it, you have to know it. While anybody's initial reaction to change is going to be difficult sometimes, it's going to be hard, it's not always going to be easy to do any kind of major change in your life and of course this is especially true when it involves separation from someone you've spent any amount of time with, because a lot of times you literally sort of forget who you are. You become so enmeshed and codependent with a narcissist that you're not even sure who you would be without them. Remember this though, your situation doesn't make you any less than, it doesn't make you any less human, it makes you still a bundle of possibility. Still someone who can completely overturn this whole thing and change his or her life and become something that you want to be. People who haven't experienced the hell of narcissistic abuse really truly have no idea how significantly terrible it can be, how horribly it can take over your world. Before you know it, when you're with these people, you find yourself literally putting every single thing you think, say, do, feel, or become through a narc filter. You always find yourself wondering, what is the narcissist going to think about this? Should I take that job? What if the narcissist doesn't want me to? This is true whether we're talking about a husband, a wife, a mother, a father, a brother, a sister. Narcissists are incredibly controlling of everyone in their life. Anyone who they consider close people, close to them, supply, family, all these things. You have to remove the narc filter from yourself. You have to take it off, not just your brain, but your whole identity. Because now you're seeing yourself in a way... If you haven't started to heal yet, you're starting to see, you you see yourself in the same way that a narcissist would see you. And that voice is always in the back of your head, kind of niggling at you, kind of pushing at you. It's time for you to start shedding that version of yourself and start to create the version of yourself that you want to be. The person who you truly want and desire to be. The person that you consider to be the best possible version of yourself. My challenge to you today is to start deciding who you are now, who you want to become and what it's all about and to do that without the shadow of a narcissist vision, without the echo of a narcissist voice in your head, to do that with a clear, free and open mind to possibility. Anything is possible if you want it to be true. I promise you that. I'm living proof of it. You can have, do, be, say. Think what you want when you are free of a narcissist, if you choose to do so. What do you think? This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you experienced brain fog? How did it feel for you? Were you able to resolve it? And if so, which technique did you use? One of the ones I talked about or something else? And if you haven't been able to resolve it yet, will you try any of the techniques I mentioned today? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. Alright, that's all I've got for you right now, but as always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right there and right there and while you're here, hit that subscribe button right over there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.